0: Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co host Dan Delmar with, of course, our dating guru, Montreal Socialista, and founder of SoloInTheCity.tv, Cheryl Besner. Hey,
1: Cheryl. Hey, Dan, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I have
0: a question for you. Yes, Dan. Did it
1: hurt? I don't know, Dan. Did what hurt?
0: When you fell from heaven.
1: <gasps> oh, my goodness. I've never heard that one.
0: <laughs> it's, it's one of the cheesier uh, lines. That, did that, you get that, that
1: online? Like, did you go to ask I... cheesy questions and how to pick up a girl and have it fall flat yeah. on your face? <laughs>
0: there's there's uh, pickuplinesgalore.com. There's all kinds of ones out there. Um, but it's not really the best technique, is it?
1: Well, it depends what you want. Yeah. But there is a difference between a pickup line and an icebreaker. And you know what? The fact is, most women do or should know the difference between mm-hmm. pickup and an icebreaker.
0: So later in the show, we'll talk about some maybe some more of those cheesy lines, but there is a more gentlemanly way uh, to do things and to, uh, quote-unquote, pick up someone uh, at a bar or wherever. And uh, that's what we're uh, our first expert's going to talk about today.
1: Right. We're talking about the art of the approach, how to put your best foot forward. And really, that's something not everybody, by the way, Dan, knows how to do that. I mean, mm. some people do need help feeling confident about themselves, and that's really what you need. You need a little bit of confidence so you can go over and approach somebody. And it could be a, you know, you approaching the woman or the woman approaching you or whoever is the apple of your eye at that particular moment. But yes, it's not as easy for some people. So we do sometimes in coaching teach people specific ways in which you can do it and how to feel comfortable about it. And it could be something as simple as walking up in Starbucks and asking the person in front of you that you think is, you know, attractive. You know what? I've never been here before. What's the difference between a Vente and a Grande? Something like that. I mean, Mm. just find something to talk about because what you just did, I don't know. Yeah, I no. got I didn't
0: no. actually do that to, to, for the record. That's I would not, hope no. not.
1: Otherwise, you know what? I need a new goal. You can't do that.
0: <laughs> I just I just my my pickup line is hi, how are you? I'm Dan. How's it going? And then just starting a conversation like a normal person.
1: Right. Or sometimes it can be something engaging somebody, like walking up during a hockey game and say, Did you can you believe that last goal? Mm. You know, that's a great way to icebreak it because it's not just a direct Hi, That's a really hard thing for some people to do. And we're lucky, actually, that we have a guest today who teaches charm school, basically, for men.
0: And his name is Derek Cajun from lovesystems.com, dating coach, author of The Gentleman's Guide to Online Dating. Hi, Derek. How are you doing? Good. How are you?
1: Pretty good. So we're so excited to have you on the show. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and also the company Love Systems?
2: Sure. Uh, my name is Derek. I'm, uh, I'm actually from the East coast of Canada where I'm currently living right now. Um, and I'm 32 years old. Um, and, uh, I'm actually married as well. Um, and I work for Love Systems, which is a company that specializes in helping men, uh, find and meet women and then kind of everything that goes along with that as well.
1: Now, Love Systems, it it really is geared towards men. Why is it you think that there had to be a separate site just for men versus a universal charm school for men and women?
2: Right. I think it's, I I think there's a couple of reasons for that. I think one is, um, I'm sure there are actual sites for for women, um, but I think the big thing is that it's usually men, they're the ones that have problems with this. Um, You know, with men, they they tend, the reason why I think pickup lines exist is because there is a, I think a cultural sort of, um, you know, I I guess the culture kind of makes it so that the guy has to be the one that has to start the conversation and and do the picking up and all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, men kind of find it's it's really scary, and and you know they need help with it. They can't figure out, you know what should I say, how, you know what should I what should I do, how should I talk? Um, and because of that, they turn to you know companies like Love Systems in order to find the solutions to those answers.
1: What's the demographics for Love Systems?
2: I think it, it's it's pretty broad. Um, I mean, we get I've a, I've actually taught. Uh, someone as young as uh, 14 years old, um, you know, helped with his stuff and, and, you know, just starting high school and stuff, all the way up to I think my oldest client was in his 70s, his early 70s. So to be honest, most of them are going to fall in between the 20 to 40 range. Um, but we have, you know, like I said, it runs the gamut in terms of our clients.
1: So what are the, some of the techniques that Love Systems and you teach to men?
2: Right. So. I mean that's a pretty broad question it considered. is I
1: know, but i'm I'm kind yeah. of letting you
2: <laughs> well I'll I'll, I'll I'll kind of simplify it for you. so the big things that that I tend to teach are things like confident truth, which is um, be one hundred percent honest this should this should be like your number one thing you're thinking of um, you know ways in which to attract women. Number one is just be honest, okay, but be confident, which is a bit trickier um, and then number two is you, know, you got to be bold, so I mean this has relates to fear. Um, you know, being able to talk to the girl in the bar that you really want to talk to, but you can't quite think of what to say. It's not necessarily as difficult as thinking up some grand, you know, uh, really intricate, uh, entertaining thing to say as much as it is just going up and telling her the truth of why you want to talk to her. So there's an element of being bold there. Um, and then there's, you know, there's things you can work on and to, uh, you know, better communicate your personality, things like body language um things like how you how you go about um you know interacting with someone in terms of how you're touching them or the subjects you bring up or all that sort of stuff flirting obviously is a huge thing that we 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 have to teach to a lot of guys so there's you know there's quite a few parts to the whole process
1: now love systems is an online service and you actually give newsletters and send things out on a daily routine if i'm not mistaken as well as give one-on-one services that correct
2: we do, yeah. So there's a big online component, but there's also one-on-one training, and we do seminars all over the world as well.
0: On the line is Derek Cajun from lovesystems.com, dating coach, author of The Gentleman's Guide to Online Dating. Um, what about, uh, uh, you know, when you, when you approach someone at a bar and, and you say sort of, uh, you, go, you go for the one-liner approach, are
2: there any one-liners that you think work? Here's the thing with one-liners. Whatever you say is not actually what you're communicating to the girl. There's a certain element where she's going to listen to what you, the words you're saying and be like, okay, that's a stupid joke or that's a corny joke or whatever. But what she's really looking at is what are you actually feeling and thinking when you say that? If you're thinking in your head, oh, I really hope this works, I really hope this line that my friend just told me is going to win her over, that's what you're actually communicating to her, and she's going to pick up on that. And she's going to see, okay, this guy's insecure, he had to talk to his friend, or he just seems nervous, not going to go too well. Whereas if you're saying it in a way that kind of says, "I'm just bored right now and want to uh, entertain myself by saying something stupid to someone," this girl seems kind of cool, I wonder if she's going to get the joke," that'll go over a little bit better. All right? So it really comes down to what are you thinking and feeling when you say what you say. So I can give you a number of different lines you could use, but none of them really make a big difference because what really comes down to is what are you what are you, what are you feeling when mm. you say that.
0: And Derek so that's, and Cheryl, that's the most important thing. I, I want to run one other thing by you guys, um, buying drinks. My rule is I don't buy a drink for anyone and, until I get to know them. Unless I know their name and we've had a conversation there's been a rapport there, then I'll, 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 I'll be glad to buy a drink or anything. Uh, but buying drinks as an introduction. What do you think? about that
2: as an introduction no i agree with you completely i always say never buy a drink for a girl you don't know hmm. now sometimes it doesn't take long to get to know her like you said you may be talking for five or ten minutes and that's fine but just don't buy a drink for a girl you don't know because it does set the wrong impression
0: i'm glad to get validated there thank
1: you <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not just cheap right no no, no you not look... <laughs> i cheap
0: i just like being generous to people that i know so at least you know name a few minutes of conversation and then you know if, if it, we get along then it's my pleasure to treat
1: So, so Derek, you know, one of the things that Dan just said is when I'm at a bar and a lot of people don't want to go up to people at a bar, they don't even want to go into a bar, they constantly are saying, I'm never going to meet somebody that I want to have a relationship in a bar. So if you're coaching somebody, let's say Dan, Dan is a good looking 30 something year old single dude. Um, Very, very well spoken, obviously, obviously, (laughs) obviously, very attractive, great (laughs) smile. So, what would you say would be a number one place for him to go meet somebody?
2: It really comes down to the types of girls he wants to meet. I mean, if he's looking for women that um, are of a particular sort of, you know, uh, I don't know what you call it, but if whatever kind of women he's looking for is where he should go to meet them. So if he wants to find women that are smart, more intelligent, um, you know, you can go. I, I'm not saying you shouldn't go to bars. I think there's a lot of, bars is sort of a, there's a big spectrum of bars you can go to right? Mm-hmm. I mean you can go to an um, you know uh, a hole in the wall place down an alley that might not have the kind of people you're looking to meet but you can also go to an upscale sort of you know jazz bar or something which might. So I think night venues are are, are a good place. I also think Um, You know, in the daytime, depending on, again, what you're into, um, you can meet lots of people depending on the place, the geography of the city you live in, where the people that you want to meet tend to hang out. If they walk their dogs in the park or if they take lunch breaks in the city or, you know, what have you, um, then that's kind of the areas you may want to go to meet
0: them. The art of the approach we're talking about tonight on Solo in the City with Derek Cajun from lovesystems.com. This is Newstalk Radio, CJAD 800.
3: This is Solo in the City
0: with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Solo in the City, your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with, of course, Cheryl Besner, founder of solointhecity.tv. We'll have uh, Cheryl, our Bachelor of the Week, coming up. Uh, but first, we're talking about uh, uh, well, p- picking up, but also the, the art of the approach. Do it in a, in a not cheesy picking up kind of way.
1: Yeah, and let's stick to the art of the approach, because there is actually companies that teach you the pickup, and that's really going out there for one specific reason, to get the girl. Mm-hmm. That's it. And today, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about how men become more comfortable with approaching somebody.
0: More than a pickup, uh, but a love system, as Derek Cajun likes to put it. Our that's guest right. with lovesystems.com, author, dating coach, of, uh, uh, and an author of The Gentleman's Guide to Online Dating. So Derek, uh, the, the pickup versus, the, uh, uh, versus the love system.
1: Or icebreaker.
2: The icebreaker, Okay. So there's, there's, a couple, there's two different routes you can take with an icebreaker. You can go through what's called the direct approach, which is basically you just say what you, what you mean. Um, and then there's the indirect approach, which would be, I guess, what your, what your typical icebreaker would be. Um, so that might be saying, saying something like, um, hey, what do you guys think about breaking up over text message? Is it like the worst thing in the world, or am I just getting really old? And okay, so something, something like that might be a, a good way to sort of start a conversation with somebody.
1: And you're suggesting that to actually to walk up and open with something like that, right?
2: Yeah, you can. I recommend actually coming up with, you know, your own and not just sort of parrot something you heard. Because like I said earlier, if you're thinking in your head, I'm just going to say this line someone told me, you're actually communicating that. So there needs to be a certain element of, of truth to it. If you actually are curious... If breaking up over text message is something that is relevant uh, in today's culture or not, well, then certainly ask that. Um, but there has to be a, a truth set, like I said. So if, if you're faking it, they're going to be able to tell anyway.
1: And what do you suggest with people going up to women and approaching them and commenting on their clothing or their hair? Do you suggest that to your clients?
2: Um, you can. It, like I said, it really comes down to what your intention is there. If your intention is to go and say something and expect her to start, start a conversation with you, well, then you'll be, you know, you'll be out of luck. Uh, a lot of the time you say that, they'll simply say thanks and walk away. There needs to be something else. If you're saying it as a way to, in order to get into a conversation, so something like, um, you know, I go, if you go up to a girl, just say something like, you know what, I just saw you from over there, and you're the most badass-looking girl later. I just had to come tell you that. What's your name?
1: <laughs> the most <Okay>. badass-looking girl? <laughs>
2: I don't know. Whatever. I made it up right now. But the thing is, is if as long as there's something there that is congruent with what you're doing, then it's fine. Whereas if you just come up and just say, hey, I love your dress, she's going to say, thanks. And that's it. Now you're dead in the water. What are you going to do? You're going to stumble to keep the conversation going, and it's going to become apparent that you're just trying to pick her up, and you weren't honest with that from the beginning. So, you know, you're going to lose points there. So it's better off being honest and truthful or if you are going to use an icebreaker at least say something that's real uh, that you were actually thinking about and then try to keep going from there.
1: So if if a gentleman wants to utilize your services and get that charm school education and learn the art of an approach, tell us a little bit about the way you work.
2: Right, so there's a number of different ways you can do it. Um, I teach courses all over the world um, where I do seminars which is you know anywhere from three to sometimes twelve or more guys. Uh, and we go out, um, usually major cities. Uh, but it's a three-day three thing, so it's you have five hours of seminar where you learn on the Friday, the Saturday, and the Sunday, and then on the Friday and Saturday nights we go out actually for four hours and we basically practice. I get uh, I get the guys to go and, and do the stuff we talked about. I get them to get out of their comfort zone. I make them uh, you know start conversations and, and, and talk to women, and usually by the end of the weekend we see a lot of huge um, you know a, a lot of a lot of big developments that happen with the guys. So um, you know that you can see a lot the, that way. What's that?
1: You can see a lot that way with the people you're working with, I think.
2: Oh, of course, yeah. And, you know, we get guys, like I said earlier, like it really runs the gamut in terms of where they're coming from. Sometimes they're guys that have maybe only talked to a couple, if, if, if any women in their entire life. And then sometimes we get guys that are, you know, a bit older and they've, they've, you know, had a lot of experience and they know how to talk to a girl, but it just comes down to how do they progress. So it, we kind of cover everything.
1: I can tell you also that for myself, when I meet with people, I'll meet them always in a public environment. So I see the way they approach me, the way they walk into the room, the way they command their self-confidence, and even the way in which their body moves. Because I think that's something that's big for you as well, right? You do a lot with body language, telling yeah, people how to read that's... body language and what to send out in body language, correct?
2: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, that's, and, you know, and you're, you're 100% right. Um, and I think most women in general are going to look for those things. They're looking for those cues. How does he, how does he hold? You know, how does he walk? How does he move? How does he, you know, compose himself? How does he speak? Where are his eyes? How is he moving? How is he touching me? All those things I think are a lot more important than the things he's actually saying in those first few seconds or minutes or whatever, uh, because that's going to, you know, those are going to betray his, his true confidence. If there is a betrayal even uh, there, or they'll they'll tell you if he actually is someone who's, you know, maybe you want to talk to.
0: Derek Cajun joins us from LoveSystems.com, dating coach, author of *The Gentleman's Guide to Online Dating*. Uh, what kind of visual cues are are, uh, are apparent when someone is just not interested? You know, what, what will they do? I mean, apart from obviously walking away, <laughs> that would or be a big throwing one. Throwing <laughs> a drink on someone. Uh, what what are things that uh, that give uh, men or women a clue that uh, that is not going well?
2: The biggest thing you can look for, and you guys can actually do this. Or anyone listening can look in a bar and see this from tonight on. Look at someone's shoulders. When they're talking to someone, the angle in which their shoulders are facing is the number one clue in terms of if they like the person or not. If they're facing them 100, like they're, you know, a zero-degree angle or whatever, uh, then they like them. If they're a little bit uh, skewed across, something like a 45-degree angle or less, then there's interest there, but they're not totally sold on the person. Um, if it's like a 90-degree or more, they're not really interested. And, of course, if it's more than 90, well, then they're walking yeah. away.
3: 180, so, so, it? Yeah, 180, 180 is really yeah.
2: bad. So, so that's the easiest way to tell. And there's other things that women do that you can pick up on that um, that aren't necessarily clues that uh, that men give. Men are totally conscious totally conscious of, their, of the, the clues in which they give, but for women, they tend to touch, they tend to hold eye contact, they tend to smile, and, um, they ask questions. Um, you know, there's there's a number of easy clues that, that women tend to give. Men can be a bit more discreet, especially if they're trying to play it cool or or you know pretend to be someone they're not. Um, but it's a lot of them are similar. They're going to ask questions. That's a big one. They're going to try to touch if they're confident. Um, they'll be facing them with the shoulders, which is a huge giveaway.
1: And how do you uh, feel about um, there's statistics that say one of the reasons you could touch somebody's mid arm for? Just a few seconds at a very, very first onset of communication and interaction because it totally brings down everything and makes people relax. How do you feel about that? Well,
2: well, there are studies that prove that when you touch someone, it makes them more comfortable. I think it depends on the, the feeling behind the touch. If you're someone who's learning this and you're thinking, "Oh, I have to touch her now and you take your hand and place it on her arm and hold it there for exactly two point seven seconds <laughs> play, then you're going to creep her out um, it has to be it has to be natural so one thing I tell guys is that you need to start touching people when you talk at least in a friendly right. way because it needs to be a part of how you communicate um, and that's the only way you can start doing it to girls and they're not going to get a, a creepy feeling so it just has to be natural it has to be something you're not totally conscious of
1: thanks Eric
0: that's the way to do it. Yeah, no problem. is with us. Let's talk to our Bachelor of the Week. is in studio, Ziad. Hey, Ziad.
2: Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thanks.
0: Um,
1: so I'm just wondering, I, we're sitting here and we're talking about the art of the approach. How do you approach somebody mm-hmm. when you see that woman across a crowded room and you want to meet her?
4: Well, um, I s- tend to not be shy anymore. So uh, at my age, I go directly to the girl and I present myself and I usually find an easy way to just break the ice and be myself, and it just starts, really. So Dan was saying
1: that he would never buy somebody a first drink. Is that a no-no for you, too? I would
4: never buy a girl a drink when I first met her, no, at a bar, no. Because a lot of guys do that, and they feel like that could be that could show them the women that they're interested. And uh, I just feel like mm, I'm not going to make a girl sh- uh, feel that I'm interested in her just by buying her a drink. I'd rather show her that I'm interested in her by by the things that i say by the way i present myself
1: so we're talking here today you you said your age you want to tell us how old you are i'm
4: 37
1: you're 37 and you're a great looking guy you're in great shape you <laughs> have this dazzling smile and Thanks. everything it must be that alone must be very engaging for women right
4: um yes can i say that without sounding too conceited that- <laughs>
1: yes you can well i said it for you so it's okay <laughs> so what kind of woman are you looking for
4: um just one that smiles a lot and has something to say. I remember a lot of the times when I'm having conversations with my, with my friends and buddies, and we, I usually say to them, "Well, you know what I like about this girl is that she has something to say, and not just you know um, anything, but just she she can carry a conversation and she has her own input, and you know the conversation is give and take.
1: And what about a deal breaker? Something that just won't work for you?
4: A deal breaker is if uh, the girl is a smoker. That's an automatic deal breaker for me. Okay. So yeah. I,
1: I think you and Dan might be after the same women smart and non smokers. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. And yeah. you guys kind of look alike a little bit there. <laughs> uh,
0: well, Ziad, thanks very much. And you can find a Bachelors Like Ziad and Bachelorettes at soloincity.tv. And also, I want to thank Derek Cajun from lovesystems.com. His book is A Gentleman's Guide to Online Dating. Thanks, Derek.
2: Thank you. And Thank you.
0: Coming up next, our roundtable, we'll have Vincent White, a marketing PR professional, and Lorena Arias, model and TV host, talking about the art of the approach and even some funny pickup lines, too. This is Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. A love was lost, and
2: now we found it. Yeah.
0: Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City, your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delamar, and it's time for the roundtable. Cheryl Besner, of course, founder of TV, and uh, we're talking all about the approach and and even the more cheesy pickup.
1: Yeah, and, and it's going to be fun, actually, because the two people that are joining us today, uh, Vincent White and Lorena Aris, these are very, very attractive people. They've been single, on and off, and I can imagine not only do they have to fend off certain cheesy lines, and I guarantee that they have some funny stories. But it's also interesting to, for me to wonder if they ever have to coach friends mm. as to whether or not they're approaching people in the right way. So it's all about the art of the approach that we're still talking about.
0: So joining us in studio is Vincent White, a marketing PR professional, and on the line is Lorena Arias from New York City. She's a model and TV host. Uh, Lorena Vincent, welcome to Soul in the City. Thank you very much. It's great to be
3: here. Hey. So hey, I'm curious... Hey, Nice to from
1: you guys. Oh, well, um I'm would love to hear all about New York, but we'll do that at another time, but I really want to get right into this because I'm sitting here looking at Vincent. I mean, you are got this million dollar smile, you eyes dazzling. Um I can only imagine that women throw themselves at you and you don't even have to come up with these lines, but I'm sure you've even received some, no?
5: Um I mean sure, I mean you, you know, you get a lot of conversation starters uh and you know quite you know you have a lot of uh, a lot of meetings, a lot of you know you meet so many people. I mean, I live in a city myself. I participate in a lot of events. I love being out in the city. Um so for that, sure, you meet a lot of people and uh it's you know, oftentimes, you know, there's, you know, some flirting involved, you know, when it's the first time you meet someone. Um so um so it, it does happen and you just try to, you know, Slow and go with the conversation, and go with what you know—the connection you have with the person you just met. Essentially,
1: was there ever a time in your life where you wanted to meet somebody and you didn't know how to approach them?
5: Oh gosh, for sure, absolutely. I mean, those are uh, you know, you, it, it's there. I think uh, before they used to have an approach where it's like, okay, I'm going to go straight to this person, have a introduce myself, and you know, you know, tell her that I think she's beautiful or that I want to buy her a drink. Um, and I think over time, the uh, that approach is kind of like dissipated itself. And, you know, it's it gets more into a, con- like a conversational type approach. Um, and um, um, I think, you know, again, it seems that maybe it's over time, over maybe dating experience, you get a better way to, you know, approach and just talk to people and have a, a real connection.
1: What about you, Lorena? Talk to us about your dating and the approach that men have had towards you. I mean, I've been out with you and I see the way men look at you yeah. and... <laughs> Obviously, would love nothing better than to talk with you. What is your experience in this whole thing
3: well to me it's uh it's very important like you know attraction is something that for sure might be there, but it's very important like that the person like lets me understand that he wants to meet me before because if a person is just interested in you because of your looks, then it's not a good start you know like it's not the best way to to approach you. So if they are, like, interested in you or talking to you on like, your life, how is, like, how is your personality? Like, I think that that creates more interest for my part. But if the person just approached me, like, okay, um, you're beautiful, you know, like, almost want to marry me because you're beautiful. You're like, okay, well, this person is That's a little That's not
1: going to work for you. So what is, have you ever had somebody throw a really cheesy pickup line to you?
3: Oh, oh well, wow. <laughs> yeah, like, guys are really bad, like... Well, most of the guys are really bad at, at this uh, flirting thing. And sometimes, some of them don't do the effort to to show, like, um, a serious initiative. And some of them, they just, like, go way too far. And you're like, okay, back up, because what's the I worst, know you're lying, what's you know?
0: The, what's the worst line, Lorena, that you've heard from a guy?
3: Well, all the things that are, like, marry me and, like, like, you know, like way too far and you're like come on <laughs> that's not
0: the that, that's what that's out there right i mean guys that's do have, the
3: attitude, oh, like, guys say you a know girl's not looking neither like sometimes a girl like we are like okay we want to have fun and all these things but we're not looking for a one night stand, you know like
1: Right. But- well, it's funny because I d- did have somebody approach me and he said, you are my future wife. That's how he approached me. And I looked and I went, funny, yeah. you're not even my future ex-boyfriend. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I like that I, yeah. I was just like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what it be, I, have you it have Vincent? Yeah, you, have you dished out or received any terrible ones?
5: I got one recently that was, um, you know, semi recently that I thought was pretty funny. And, um, you know, just, you know, conversing with, with someone and, and uh, over text message and... And uh, it was just one of those things, like, okay, we should meet up for a drink, uh, and you know, tonight. And it's like, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of tired. That's been, <laughs> it's been, I don't think tonight's tonight night I are gonna be heading out grabbing drinks. So I think I'm gonna be heading to bed. And she just responded, "Oh yeah, is your bed comfortable?" Oh my, that's pretty okay. forward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you never know what type of uh, dances Dan's, you're gonna get. Dan's I wondering suppose. where
1: you were.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I take it slow. I, I I'm not I'm not in a rush in these types of situations. But I I, I do admit that I, I have used the married line in my early twenties. Are you serious? Which is really stupid. Yeah, I know. But I was inexperienced and and kind of a jerk in my early twenties. So it's something that came out of my mouth. But but like Lorena said, it does sort of signal that you're really only into the superficial. And and I've changed. I think I've changed.
1: And what about Lorena? Is it ever happened to you where you're with your son? Because I think you do have a young child, right?
3: Yeah, I have a six-year-old kid.
1: Does the approach change from men when you're with your son?
3: Yes, well, it's a great opportunity for them. (laughs) Because my son is very sociable, so they always, like, start talking to him and everything, which I don't find is uh, bad, but, like, you know, when, when they jump, to the mom right away. You're like, okay, I know you're talking to to me and, like, you're showing interest just for my son. They use a lot, like, some I'm Latina too, so they always, like, try to speak Spanish. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> really sad. But the thing is, like, I think it, it doesn't matter, like, the approach, if you like the person, like, because right now I'm in a, in a relationship and actually my boyfriend approached me that way. Like, he talked to my son first. Like, we got into into a little game, you know, we were at the pool, and then he talked to me Spanish too. And from him, it was really cute. <laughs> but if any other guy does it, you're like, okay, well, <laughs> not great. So I think it's like two, like, it, there are two two elements there. Like, one is uh, that you like the person, and the other, like, like how they approach you, it, it depends, like, uh, it, it really changes from the person that it is.
1: Vincent, have you ever had to coach a friend um, or be a wingman and help somebody get in there to meet
5: somebody? It, ha- it happens. Well, I
3: think
1: like
3: uh, in Montreal, like uh, girls grow in a different um, in a in a different set setting. You say yeah, like in a different setting, like where guys are used to, and they try to play that like to try to get the girls easily, and that plays a lot in in girls' self-esteem. Sometimes they're not very secure of themselves, and like they grow in in that, and like then after it's difficult for them to to get respect from guys, you know. Right, right. So, so what about sometimes.
1: you, Vincent? Do you I, ever act as wingman to some of your buddies?
5: Absolutely, and uh, it's happened, you know you know, quite a few times and I think if any if anything, I find it's uh, you know, sometimes the best situation in order to meet someone new when you're actually the because you have just your expectations or just you don't have any expectations for your evening or for, you know, whatever event you may be participating in and uh when it happens you're just you know, you you put forward your friend. said this is have you met my friend? Hey, uh, you know, this is I got someone for uh, to introduce um, introduce you to, um, and then when you do that, you you know just have a pretty good you know vibe or aura I guess about yourself when you're out, and it just calls for uh, for a better evening, better, better conversations uh, for both people.
1: And it's very important when you are acting as a wingman to also know how to wing out and get out of that situation so that you can leave that person yeah. to converse with the. Give Person the that space. they wanted to meet. Right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely.
0: I want to thank our roundtable, uh, Lorena Arias, model and TV host, joining us from New York City. You can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Lorena Arias. Thanks, Lorena. Thank you, guys. And uh, Vincent and Vincent White, uh, you can follow him on Twitter at uh, Vincent White. Thanks very much for coming in today, Thank Vincent. Very much, guys, appreciate it. And coming up next, Cheryl, our Kiss Calendar, all the events you need to know happening in the city in the next week, and Jess Solomon with the Love Beats on the street as well. This That's is right. Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. Your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. I'm co-host Dan Delmar with, of course, Cheryl Besner, founder of SoloInTheCity.tv. And uh, time for a Kiss. The so keep it simply social calendar. You can find all the events, by the way, that we talk about uh, at SoloInTheCity.tv. And uh, another busy summer week, uh, Cheryl.
1: It is. But you know what? I kind of wanted to slow things down. I don't know about you, but it's summer out there. And this is a time where I suggest people just get out and enjoy Montreal's finest terraces. I mean, that's mm. the best place to people watch. I was out in St. Anne-des-Lac the other day. Fantastic place to just sit along the water and enjoyed it. And that's what made me think I just want people to go out there. So I wanted to discuss some of my favorite terraces and in all different areas and what each one provides, right? So starting off, Enfant terrible Bernard Street, right in the heart of Outremont, They have a huge terrace. And a very, very eclectic crowd of people there. And if it's raining you can go inside, but their wine list is great. Their nibbles are great. So there's a lot of sharing things that you can do. And you're shaking your head. You like Enfant Derrive, I think, eh? Uh
0: I've never been actually. You haven't? I don't think I've been to Enfant Derrive. No, but I hear I hear good things.
1: Oh, it's great. It's yeah. it's a great environment. And like I said, very, very diverse crowd, bilingual, you're gonna have people from everywhere. So it's wonderful. And they happen to have another location, by the way, on Nuns Island. So you have two options there. Then there's Le Locale, for instance, in the old port. Again, great terrace area, fantastic food, tartare, again, Wonderful, wonderful cocktails as well. You can drive over to the Terrasse Bon Secours, just further up on the canal, right on the waterfront, sit outside. There, it's very, like, I would say Miami style. You know, you really do feel that you're somewhere and there should be beach Right there. So Terrasse Bon Secours, the Nelligan in the old port. They have a great terrace. Suite 701. And you know what I love about Suite 701? The decor in there. It's it's also inside. It's really sexy looking, a little neon. It's kind of Miami Vice, actually. And then there's also Les Trois Brasseurs en Saint-Denis. What are your favorite ones, Dan? Like, I'm going on and on here. You must have a couple that oh you like. Oh, my God,
0: there's so many. Um, I would give a shout-out to Chez L'Exam on mm-hmm. Um, If you're into the French bistro kind of vibe, it's uh, right in the center of action. You can always see, you know, politicians walking by and celebrities and stuff. So that's kind of fun. Uh, on the plateau, there's a whole bunch. Oh, yeah, um, there it's
1: endless, right? On,
0: I'll give a shout-out on Park Avenue to uh, Buvette Chez Simon, which is a lovely terrasse. They've had good drinks, uh, some nibbles there, a uh, lovely place. And St. Vader, a couple of great restaurants, too.
1: And don't forget Crescent Street, right? Oh, Crescent yeah, Street like yeah. the Crescent place is terrace for central. Terrace <laughs> Central. I mean, And the great part there is you might meet meet people from Montreal. There might be from out of town. It's great. You've got everybody now has terraces there, including on the east side and the west side of the street, because they've allowed people to put up different terraces. So you have Kiozon, and then you have Newtown as well, has two great terraces, actually. Mm-hmm. One, Le Balcon, on top as well. And then you have across the street. Good old Thursdays, right?
0: Yeah, Thursdays, classic.
1: Classic. They opened up again. So, And
0: uh, you, you mentioned San in, Anne in your notes here. Uh, I, I'll throw in San Adele. There are some great, my, my former hometown, there's some great terraces there near the Chanticleer, right on the lake. Um, yeah, taking a drive up north. And don't forget, in the up north terraces, you have room to, there's room to expand. It's usually, well, in the Saint of Vieter, nature.
1: full yeah. of them, right?
0: Yeah, tons of stuff to do. so uh, so terraces. Yeah,
1: One of my other favorites is in the old port, Jack's Saloon. They have terrace overlooking the water en de la commune. It's a great spot. They have great sharing foods as well. Try the onion rings, for sure, and you know, it doesn't leave your breast smelling bad. And this week, actually, they are giving us a certificate. so if you like us on Facebook, you will get a dinner date for two at Jack's Saloon. That's my thing for the week. Everybody, get out and enjoy a terrace And again, leading up to the festivals, don't forget you've got uh, the spectac- the quartier de Spectac is open, mm-hmm. so lots to do over there as well. Yeah, so there's
0: uh, F and T, those two restaurants. Uh, that's right, Feria and Ferreira
1: and well, Brasserie T.
0: Brasserie T, yeah, right, yeah, so that's the ones I think you Pretty good options. All right, time to head over to our uh, correspondent Jess Solomon, uh, comedian with the Love Beats on the Street, and she tackled uh, the issue of the, the pickup lines.
1: That's right. So what did people say? Do they like pickup lines? Do they know pickup lines? And have they received really bad pickup lines? Let's hear what they had to say. Hi, I'm Jess Sullivan here
4: with Solo in the City on CJD Love Beats on the Street. What's your name? Colin. Colin, this week we are talking about pickup lines. What are like some of the cheesiest pickup lines you've heard? Ooh, I've heard a lot because I'm a bartender. So I witness this all the time. Do you want to come to my house for sex and pizza? And if, if they get a no answer, no, you don't like pizza. I've, I've heard that probably three times this week. I've usually been pretty forward with guys, like, different times. I'm just like, hey, what's going on? And, and like, it would, it, sometimes it goes over well, but sometimes guys don't expect that from women, and sometimes maybe they're put off by it or whatever. Okay. And I'm just like, I'll be like, oh, I'm... You know, I find you attractive, I'm just going to let you know I'm not really into the whole game thing. I'll just put it out there, and then if it doesn't work out, then you move on.
5: I don't, I find that I don't get really get picked up by women very often. <laughs> it's, uh, it's more or less the other way around. Um, but I find, like, instead of pickup lines, it usually just ends up costing a lot of money when it comes to drinks, so...
4: So, you just generally buy, uh, offer to buy a lady a drink? Or two
5: or three. Or five, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah. Until, until I run out of money. And then uh, and then Ivan determines uh, kind of determines the rest of the night then, I guess. Pick-up lines, I think, are just very contrived. They, they don't
4: really work.
0: There you go. So pick-up lines, Cheryl. Cheryl, are you tired?
1: No, why? No?
0: You're not exhausted? Because you've been running through my mind all day.
1: Okay, that just put me to <laughs> sleep, Dan. <laughs>
0: no, I've actually, I don't think I've ever used a cheesy line before. I um, bet you have. I don't. I, I promise you, I have never used a cheesy pickup line before. The only thing I, I did, I did. Used no, to do you the marriage did. You thing. did the marriage. thing. The marriage thing. thing was, but that that was uh, that wasn't so much cheesy as it was just uh, just bad.
1: Well, marriage just, thing. Yeah. You say that, and you, the next thing should be, well, where's the ring?
0: Right. Yeah. And, but
1: and, and then what?
0: It's just it's it's kind of rude, really, because what you're saying is, I want to uh, have you as an accessory, really, and and so I took it as a joke when I was in my early twenties. But when I thought about it later on, I was like, I can't say that anymore. That's terrible.
1: Yeah, well, and let's I stick away from yeah. it. Right, that's a good thing. Good so plan.
0: are there any are there any one liners you think that would at least um, get guys into a conversation? You know, if someone approached you with a one liner, what would be that line to make you want to stick around?
1: I think it's very much topical. And I think it's a matter of taking something that's honestly happening around you and incorporating it into the conversation. Whether what pizza are you going to be ordering today? What's the best one on the list? If you're at a pizzeria joint, just reach over to the person beside you and ask that question. It's really simple. Keep it honest. That's what Derek was saying.
0: We'll keep the conversation going on the Solo in the City Facebook page. You can like us on Facebook and uh, you can share your cheesy pickup lines and your thoughts on the issue. Uh, We'll have a post there up for you, so uh, check that out. We're here uh, Saturday nights at 10 p.m. on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. Have a great week, Cheryl.
1: Thanks, Dan. And to all of you, I'm Cheryl Besner, flying solo with you. And for more information on the terraces and other events happening around Montreal, go to solointhecity.tv. And don't forget to kiss. Keep it simply social. See you next week. I'm on my 14 carries.
5: I'm
1: 14 K Don't eat up like my eyes. Mm. You say I got a touch.